0: Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I am joined by Stephen and Greg. Happy New Year, by the way, everybody. Uh, we are going over all the Week 18 lines. This week is wonky. We don't really know what we're going to do here, but we have made our picks. If you gamble on Week 18 of the NFL, there's a hotline for you to call. A lot of games. I mean, there's just a couple games where you should bet. Like I'm talking Dolphins, Bills, but if you're gambling on games where nobody's starting, seek help. That's all I'm going to say. Actually, Tell me what you're picking because I will trail you. I will follow you whatever you pick because I respect the degeneracy. We have the national championship on Monday, next Monday night. UW, Michigan, cannot wait for that. Football, football, football. There is nothing better in this world, this planet, this earth. You could put me on a different planet. If they didn't have football, I'd introduce it. That's what I'd have to do. That'd be my mission if you put me on Mars. I don't know if anything else is, is out there, but I'd introduce football to Mars. How about that? So, without further ado, week 18, the wonky week. Here is Gregory. Hello, Gregory. Hello, Stephen. Happy New Year. Hope the holidays were good. How were they?
1: In the sake of time, they were really efficient. They were fast. They were on time. They were perfect. Great. go. Uh,
2: My Happy New Year was fantastic. We went to Seattle, had a good time. Christmas was fun. I got everything I wanted. And uh, Happy New Year to both of you. Really excited for 2024.
0: Stop hogging the mic. Uh, I had a good good holiday, had a good New Year, except for when the Denver Broncos lost to my New England Patriots. I have never been more upset about a win. Thankfully, Patriots back in the top three position. I'm very scared about the Jets game. Very scared about the Jets game. Anyways, outside of that, good holiday, good New Year. We're on to bigger and better things in 2024. I'll tell you this. I've done the Peloton three times in 2024. I've owned that thing for two and a half years. It has been ridden... (laughs) Two and a half times. Uh, I'm already at three rides this year. Very short rides, twenty minute rides. I'm gonna up it each each uh, each week. But hey, we're good. We're good. We're we're getting through it. Play tennis for the first time in a couple weeks today as well. And uh, like
1: three hundred dollars a ride.
0: I know. I mean, it's expensive. You know that thing. <laughs> um, not to mention the forty dollars a month membership that I've been fucking put it in there. That's the why I said three hundred
1: dollars because I know it's not that much. But... And <laughs> the bike's like
0: sixteen hundred bucks itself. So, okay. Housekeeping before week 18. Week 18 sucks. We will be quick on this one. Greg was complaining. Uh, okay. So, I did the math. We didn't do the Picks podcast last week, but everybody sent Picks to me. So, since last time you heard us was week 16. We have week or week, we did week 16. Week 16 and week 17. Our records going into the final regular season week of the year are, from roll please, Greg, 89, mm-hmm. 83, and 6. Steven. Or me actually one twenty six one twenty four and six, and Steven is one thirty one one nineteen, and six. Steven, you might uh it's gonna be hard for you not to capture the victory, my friend. I will tell you this: I pick first every week, so you know, kind of kind of a disadvantage here, but I've won the picks podcast part of this for quite quite a few years, I think I don't think Benny ever came close did He He was like negative each year, mm. I think I could bring no he never head. won it was either me
1: or you every year.
0: Yeah. Benny, Benny was in the negatives, which is, I guess, not a bad thing, but he was never even close. <laughs> what a guy. Um, okay. We're going to get started. What do you want to say, Greg?
2: I would like to also note that I have graciously allowed both Sterling and Steven to uh, remain victors of the Cleveland Brown game that uh, they decided to pick after was already in progress and Cleveland was already wailing on their opponent. So, just let it be noted for the record that I have accepted those uh, somewhat dubious decisions. But I would uh, also like
1: to note that I pick Joe Flacco every week and reiterate the same set that he gets 250 yards and two touchdowns every week. So I I would have picked him or regardless, I think. That was my reasoning. If you don't like the reasoning, that's okay. You can take away one.
0: Here's my reasoning. I will pick I pick against the Jets every game this year. I think literally every single game I picked against them. I would never pick the Jets to cover anything. That's just some asinine. And by the way, I'm picking them to cover this week, though. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. This, this is this week. New week, new me. Um, when are going get going right away. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Baltimore has the one seed clinched. Lamar's going to win the MVP. I've never seen an MVP move like it did after they beat the 49ers, where Purdy was minus 250 to get it, to then Lamar being basically minus 500 after that game. Lamar... Good season, not an MVP season. Still think it should go to a different skill position player, not a QB this year. But wait, congrats to Lamar, that's locked up. They're not playing Lamar. They're not playing a lot of their starters. Um, The Steelers need to win this to make it. I, I think that's all they need to do. They're winning in, right? Or am I wrong? No, they're not winning. Yeah,
2: they are winning in. Yeah, they're pretty much in. I think if they win this.
0: Okay, I'm. I'm... I think they can get in if like Pittsburgh needs to win. No, no, no. It's actually Jax harder. Here's too. Pittsburgh's clinching. I have it up. Pittsburgh win, Buffalo loss. Pittsburgh win, Jacksonville loss. Pittsburgh win, Houston Indy tie. Or Pitt win, Jacks loss, Houston Indy tie. So, okay, they have to win, in Buffalo, Jacksonville, Buffalo or Jacksonville have to lose, which I do not think is going to happen. So it looks like Mike Tomlin, mediocre Mike, will miss the playoffs yet again. Um, but, hey, he took some money from me when I bet on the Seahawks last week. I'm going to take the Steelers to cover this four-point spread. I think this game actually means something to them. They're going to be playing at the same time as these other teams. Um it's really week 18. It's crazy. You have a lot of bench players playing. You need to know what teams are playing for what. Um I'm going to go Steelers here just because I need it. Tyler Huntley is actually a good backup quarterback, but Pittsburgh has a lot to play for here. Ravens have nothing to play for. Steven.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Steelers. This is going to be a classic. This happens every year. One team Beats a better team because they're playing their backups. And they sit for twenty four hours and watch their playoff hopes crumble. So I'm going to take the Steelers here. Uh, wait, who's playing quarterback? Huntley. I'm pretty
0: sure it's going to be God. Is it Rudolph? Or is
2: yeah, it- it's Mason for Pittsburgh. Huntley for Baltimore. Yeah,
0: Pittsburgh's not back. No, yet. yeah, I knew Baltimore. I think it's not I, back I, was, wondering,
2: I was wondering what six
1: uh, two to six four white guy they were going to put out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so give me the Steelers.
0: Greg.
2: Yeah, I'm treating this kind of like a preseason game for Baltimore. And I don't know pre-season. that there's a coach. I know. I don't know if there's a coach out there that likes to win in the preseason more than John Harbaugh. And John Harbaugh is getting four points at home. Um, I also really dislike Pittsburgh. Uh, always have. Um, and so this is also a pick from the heart. And sometimes you just got to go with what your heart is telling you to do. And so I'm taking the four points and hopefully Baltimore can keep it close.
0: Yeah, not bad. Okay, good luck to Pittsburgh next season. They are in flux with the quarterback. Russell Wilson landing spot, maybe? Who knows? Um, Texans at Colts. Play. Uh, it's basically a pickup. Texans are one-point favorites in Indianapolis. Indianapolis needs to win, and Jacksonville loses. Or no, this is winning in. So Houston or Jacksonville, they win their end. Uh, there's parts to where they can get the division of Jacksonville losing. So Houston versus Indy, this is an actual win and end scenario for both teams. This is probably the game of the, one of the games of the week, obviously the final game, the Sunday night game is, but um, this is a hard one. You know, Minshew mania has been teetering. Uh, CJ Stroud's coming off of a concussion. I know he played last week and he looked uh, eh, not great, but that that's post concussion symptoms, you know, uh, it's a hard one for me, but since it's at Indianapolis, I'm going to take Indianapolis here. I I don't know why. I don't really trust them at all, but I trust them a little more than a rookie quarterback head coaching duo. That's all I can say. This is going to be a good game. I'm excited for this one. One of the that's my that's such bad analysis for one of the actual games that matter. Sorry, <laughs> Stephen. It's AFC South though. Do any of these matter? Yeah, I'm going to I'm
1: going to take the Colts uh for the one reason the Texans unfortunately cannot play the Titans, uh, three games in the last four weeks. They can only play in place, so they're not playing the Titans. So, give me the Colts. Uh, I trust the Colts. I didn't like what I see from CJ Stroud last week. So, is the roof going to be open? Who
0: knows? Give me the Colts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You got anything to say?
2: I do. I usually wait for you to throw it to me, but I will just go ahead and jump in. Let's um, catch it. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'm going Oppo again against you guys. So Houston's minus one. Um, I think the quarterback play will hopefully improve from CJ. I think he had a pretty bad concussion, so yeah. he may still be kind of dealing with some lingering effects from that. Uh, Houston D is very suspect, and uh, I I think that's the one part of their game that gives me a lot of pause um two great coaches um both of them I think are up and coming um but yeah I'm gonna have to go with CJ Stroud and just hope that that they can get the running game going a little bit to take the burden off of him um I think that uh I think that there's a lot of new vigor in that organization and I think if they can seal this victory and get into the playoffs, it might be the start of something new there in Houston, hopefully.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm. This is going to be a good game. I'm excited. That's all I can say. Uh, good analysis, Greg, even though I disagree with you. So moving on, NFC, we got the Vikings at Lions. Lions are three and a half point favorites. Lions are in. I think they have the three seed clinched. I think they're going to auto, auto, they're permanently in the three seed. Minnesota can get in. With them winning, Green Bay loss, Seattle losing, Tampa losing, or Green Bay losing, Seattle losing, New Orleans losing. I don't think Minnesota's making it. They're going back to Nick Mullins. I don't know what they're doing with the quarterback position. Where's Dobbs? Where's Dobbs sanity? You know, he had he had a he had what one terrible game and he's all out. He's out now. They're starting Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins. Uh, we just saw this matchup a few weeks ago. If I'm not mistaken, the Lions took it. I'm gonna say the Lions take it and get at home, even though this really I think Dan Campbell's the type of guy that even if it's all locked up, that he's going to play all the starters the whole the game. I don't. T- does anybody think differently? Especially after they kind of got screwed against Dallas. So. Yeah, I think I it, think he
2: already. Yeah, he came out and said he's starting everybody. So. Yeah.
0: This is a team that doesn't take breaks. Yeah. Good chance we have Detroit versus um, the Rams in the first round. I love it. Little Stafford versus old team in Detroit. Oh. The Rams taking out a Ram, Stafford ruining Detroit's first home playoff game with color TV. Ah. <laughs> the of a, of colored television. Uh, okay, Steven.
1: Yeah. Give me Lions, especially now that I know the Aide Hudson will be on the field. Let's see if he trips some more guys and they don't get, that doesn't get called too, you know, let's give them a pass too. But uh, no, yeah, give me Lions. Who cares? They got stuff locked up. They're going to get locked into the playoffs.
2: Mm-hmm. I gotta say, Where this is we... a really. Oh, sorry. Um, I thought I was just jumping in, and now I'm good. Getting... Okay. Um, I, I, I got a question, to Dan Campbell, and some of his decisions in that Dallas game. Um, I, I, I'm really glad that he made those decisions because I believe it resulted in a cover for Sterling. Um, and uh, I'm always happy to see that happen because it is a rare thing. But uh, I gotta go with Detroit. I gotta go with Detroit. I really wish it wasn't three and a half points. That is that is the killer. That half point could come into play here. Um, I think there there could be something with Nick Mullins. Like I, I I've seen some decent moments out of him. Obviously, we've seen I've seen some bad moments too. Let me get to it, okay? Um, but there is there is some there is something there that you know, resembles uh, a, a semi-decent quarterback every now and then. And then the other side rears its head uh, more often than it should. But Detroit should win this game. Uh, their defense is not great. I'm really, really excited for the uh, possible sparring of the LA Rams in Detroit um, in their first playoff game in forever. Um, that That's must-see TV. And um, I'm already looking ahead to that. But in this instance, we'll take Detroit minus three and a half. They want to get that that ugly loss at Dallas uh, behind them. I think they got a, a lot of uh, a lot of bad assistance from the refs in that one. Uh, that's been kind of a controversy. Um, but bad roughing happens, and they shouldn't have been in that position. They should have just took it to overtime with the extra points. So, anyways, we will take Detroit minus three and a half.
0: Yeah, when Dan Campbell lined up to go for two from the seven yard line, that pissed me off. Like, I was like, dude. But I also I want to I did bet I did not bet the Lions to cover I picked them to cover I actually bet Cowboys money line in a three leg parlay and that was the last leg and it won me like one hundred and eighty dollars, which would have turned into about five hundred dollars had the Eagles not lost to the Cardinals, uh, the next day, where I had, uh, that was the last leg of that parlay it
2: was I mean, the, the Eagles. Eagles to beat the
0: Cardinals, so
2: what happened to them? What happened to them?
0: Matt Patricia is the defensive play coordinator now. That's what happened. Where Matt Patricia goes, things die. He's a terrorist.
2: Yeah, but would you not be surprised? High school offense. That's true. But would you not be surprised if, uh, like, it came out after the season was over for them that Jalen Hurts had like a hairline fracture, like in his, you know, right arm or you know somewhere, like they had some lingering. I mean, it seems like he's just not all there. And to be fair, that high school offense got him to the Super Bowl last year, so. Um,
0: a little more creative last year though. Fair.
2: Yeah. True. True. This year it's really,
0: it's really just stagnant. I wouldn't be surprised if he's hurt, but uh, something's up. It's not even him though. It's the defense. The defense is just awful. They have their linebackers are hurt. Both, Mm -hmm. both their starting linebackers. They have the worst linebacking core in football by, by like a healthy margin. What Kyler Murray was able to do against them. And James Conner last week was what every team can do against them. They're going to probably beat the giants this week, but, that when we talk about that, that's not going to be an easy game because the Gi- every team can move it on Philly. They have no defense. They are going to yeah. be. I think them and the Chiefs are both likely first round bounced uh, teams this year. I just don't think either of those Super Bowl teams from last year are good.
2: They yeah. look good in the I'm base. taking. I'm yeah. taking New York Giants plus five for the record.
0: I am too. Uh, are we talking about that now? No, I guess we, have, we could. Might as well. We're talking about Philly, so we, we might as well just jump there. Um, okay, the Giants are five point underdogs at home. I think it's Tyrod Taylor. It could be Tommy DeVito. It could be anybody. They can move the ball against the Eagles. We saw this game on Christmas Day. Um, it was way closer than it should have been. The Eagles probably should have lost that game. They're one and four in their last five. They They've played some bad football teams there too, and they've lost. And every game is close. Um, I don't know who they're going to be playing in the first round. It's likely going to be the NFC South winner, who is probably going to be Tampa or New Orleans or, or Atlanta. <laughs> I guess every team could be in there. They'll probably win that game. I would be scared if I was an Eagles fan to play the Saints, though, because that defense is still solid, and they can somehow put up 17 to 20 points most games. I just think this Eagles team sucks. This really, I don't even need to talk about the Giants. I think the Giants just cover here. I could see them outright winning, too. The Eagles Eagles will be watching the Cowboys game as well, and if it looks like Dallas is pulling away from Washington, why even play the starters at that point? Because, you know. What's what's really the reason to risk the injuries here? So I'm gonna go the Giants to cover. Wouldn't be surprised for an outright win. I will not be betting this game. Uh Steve. What was the line again?
1: Five. Five. I'm gonna take the Eagles here. We'll get right game after that heinous game that they played. Like you were saying, Calamari and James Conner. Yeah, those are those are two top five guys that should definitely be slice and dice in your defense. <laughs> But guess what? Giants are pretty bad. And I think they're going to stink up on this game. So give me the Eagles. They win by six.
0: Greg, you already picked the Giants, but do you want anything else to say?
2: Yeah, I'm picking the Giants. Uh, I think they're a much more balanced offense with Tyrod. I really hope Tyrod gets a starting spot somewhere next year and we just see a full year of him. Um, I think I've lamented kind of the trajectory of his career already on this podcast, but it really bears restating. Like he's never gotten a true shot, um, after the punctured lung incident from a uh, NFL doctor. Um, but I'm excited to see this matchup. Obviously, like you said, there are some implications that could cause this game to change in the middle of it, depending on how Dallas goes. Um, but I think either way, New York Giants plus five is a pretty solid bet because I don't think Philadelphia can really win um, with margin against just about any team right now. Um, I mean, Arizona, I think, was down pretty handily in that last game and came storming back. And Philadelphia, you know, they should be trying to win all these last games. So I don't know what's going on with them, but definitely They're some bad juju, bad juju over there.
0: They're a bad team. Um it really is what it is at this point we've seen we're in week 18 like people team, like jalen hurts is a good quarterback but we've seen enough of it it's, it's we're gonna do the chiefs now too why not um because i assume this the chargers are three and a half point favorites against the chiefs this week this is a game where if you gamble it you have serious problems chiefs are playing nobody <laughs> it's blaine gabbard starting i don't think any of their starters are playing but it's blaine gabbard versus easton stick i really i i, I don't know how you could pick the chargers in any game because we just saw Jared Stidham start for the Broncos and they were, and the Broncos were like two and a half point favorites in that game. Um, I picked the chargers, but uh, the, (laughs) in this game, I'm going to go with the chiefs. It's more so an issue of what's going to happen in the playoffs. And you're probably getting, you're probably getting chiefs, um, chiefs Brown's first round, right? I think that's kind of how it's set up. And if all things stay, which if that's the case, I'm taking the Browns to win that game outright. The Chiefs are going to be favored. It's going to be Mahomes' bias. And Mahomes is going to get sacked or pressured almost every snap like he's been in the last three games. This offense just isn't good. And I said a lot, I said during during podcasts of the past about this Chiefs team, that it reminds me of the 2006 Patriots. But I think it actually reminds me more so of the 2019 Patriots, Brady's last season with them, where they still won some games and you still thought they had a chance because... They have Tom Brady, but they just had nothing around him where the skill position players are so bad. Travis Kelsey is not a top five tight end in football anymore. I know he has the stat. He still has decent stats from earlier in the season. He's either hurt or he's just dropped. His skill has just dropped down badly. He's lost a step. He's 34. Um, and I think that this team has to go through a quick little rebuild that's going to last a year or two. But you're gonna have Mahomes as the cornerstone. Uh, Rice seems like a pretty decent receiver. You want to keep on to him, but the rest of the offense, including both tackles, are just not, you know, not real impact players on an NFL roster. So um it's just a team where if you have confidence in the Chiefs to go forward like and, and actually make a run in the playoffs, you're really just banking on the defense. I don't even think this defense is as good as it was early in the season. Right. Like they're not, they're not as solid rushing the quarterback. They're not, they're letting receivers get open and, 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 um, corner routes and all that. Um, they're, they're able to get ran against that wasn't happening early. So I'm just out on the chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised if they win a, a game, but, um, I, I w- I'm i going to be pretty heavy on, on the Browns against the Chiefs. And if that ends up being the matchup, I think the Browns will torment Mahomes. So th- that's not this game. This game, I'm taking the Chiefs to cover three and a half just because I have no idea why anybody would bet on the Chargers. And if you gamble this game, if you gamble this game, there's numerous hotlines to call because you are you are past the point of no return, my friend. This is where you need the classes. Steven?
1: Yeah, right now... For- if the playoffs actually started this week, they'd be playing the Bills.
0: Actually, that's not even... The Bills kind so, of stink, too, but...
1: But I guess then if the Bills beat the Dolphins, then they might have to play the Dolphins the first round.
0: Dolphins
1: would they're kill really? them. Dolphins would run...
0: run yeah. But they don't have a good pass so rush they, now, but their best pass rushes are down. So they're
1: probably going to play... So it's Bills or Dolphins? Yeah. For sure? So they can play Bills, the Dolphins, Uh, I guess... And then Jags. I guess it would be the Jags or Colts they could technically play, but that would be like really weird. So either they're probably gonna play the Dolphins or Bills.
0: Wow, okay. Well That's um That's a killer. <laughs> I think either way. Bye bye. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna make a deep run. I wanted to do the Browns. Flacco going in there and kicking their ass would be so nice. I want Trevor Lawrence to go in there, kick his ass. I don't like that too. New boy wonder. <laughs> Who do you got in this
1: one? Uh, uh the Chiefs. I haven't gone yet, Greg.
2: You wait. You're I'm sorry. I'm minutes. sorry. I'm sorry. There was so much talking going on. I got I forgot where we we're at. We're talking about playoff pitcher. Uh no,
1: know. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Uh the Chargers are they're a joking the team. They don't even try. They even go out, you can put me out there in corner, I'll I'll cover as much as they're doing.
0: <laughs> I actually saw the Chargers the, live in LA against the Bills. Let me tell you, it was as disgusting as I saw as you as you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah. Worse than probably on TV. You should see it with your own eyeballs. Yeah. Own
0: also, real quick, just real quick and brief before you go, since we just talked about the Chargers and me, I saw Demar Hamlin in LA. Somehow, he's still the favorite to win Comeback Player of the Year. I actually bet Joe Flacco to win it at the casino yesterday. He's plus one hundred and sixty. I think he's not playing this week. Does that hurt his... And then they're like, well, he's not playing this week. Is that going to hurt his... DeMar Hamlin has played in two games all season. I mean, why is... What are we doing here? They're treating him like like he's... You know those, like, ads where you, like, ask for, like, $20 a month to, like, save animals from shelters? Like, they're just putting pictures of DeMar and it's like, if you if you donate to this, to this, DeMar Hamlin will win Comeback Player of the Year. He's never going to play... Next... He won't be in the NFL next season. So please, if you have a vote... Don't I don't care if it's Flacco, vote for Baker, but don't vote for Demar. This guy, he does, he's played, in... he has more penalties than tackles. Greg, go ahead. Chargers, Chiefs.
2: Um, yeah. So I want to talk about what you just mentioned real quick, but I'm I am taking the Chargers minus three and a half. Nobody's starting for Kansas City. I think they have been rough, uh, pretty much the last six or seven games. They've been pretty unwatchable. That defense has given up. So. I'll go with the the small favorite at home here. This is such a garbage game. You do indeed have a problem if you're betting this game. Uh, you need to take a look in the mirror and have a real serious conversation with yourself before you put a dollar on this. But um, yeah, I think DeMar Hamlin. I've heard a lot of talk about this, and it always comes back to, well, he died on the field, and yeah, he did. And also,
0: but it's hard out dying
2: there. on the. It, it's hard <laughs> out there, but. Uh, Dying dying on the field is an involuntary thing, okay? So it's not like that takes any effort. And also being revived doesn't take any effort. It just happens, okay? Luckily, he came back. I'm really happy for Damar and his family, and I'm glad he's healthy. And I'm glad he's having a very mediocre season getting water on the sidelines for the teammates that are out there playing. And actually, that comes from a shot that Sterling sent to me from, from uh, SoFi Stadium of him being the water boy um so i don't think he's the comeback player of the year joe flacco hasn't been good in the nfl he hasn't been in the nfl for i don't know how long a this year season. or two
0: he played on the jets last year
2: did he play okay but he hasn't been good for like well i don't know it's like 2014 2015 somewhere yeah. around there i mean like it's really good a decade yeah at least a decade and now after coming in completely cold He's got the Cleveland Browns in, in the playoffs. He's got them, you know, looking like a Super Bowl contender. And uh, for those at home that uh, like to uh, invest on sports a little bit, a Cleveland versus San Francisco Super Bowl pays 34 to 1 right now. That's not an exacta. That's just picking those two teams to be in the Super Bowl, 34 to 1. So if you want to double up on your, you know, MVP thing, Get a little action on that. That's one of the best bets you can make as far as picking the two teams that end up in the Super Bowl. I like it. Um, also, Drake May, number one pick, plus four twenty-five.
0: I don't like that one as much. I think Drake May's going to be the Patriots QB, one way or the other. I think Caleb's the first pick, no matter. I I still believe that. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of chatter about Drake May though. Just just
2: uh, I know just he's like gonna
0: him. he's gonna be popular. Jaden Daniels and Penix will also be top ten picks. And it, yeah. whatever team drafts Penix, and I, and I actually I, – he's got a beautiful deep ball. Um, whatever team drafts him will regret that because you're not drafting on potential whatsoever. He's 20 – he's as old as Trevor Lawrence is right now, and he's got four season ending surgeries in his career in college. I just – and I'm not even doing that from a point of where I don't like UW. I want, I think Michigan's going to beat UW, side note. But um, he has a beautiful deep ball. He's the best deep ball thrower, but any team that drafts him in the first round is going to – probably going to regret that pick especially high up um drake may the future of the patriots i think but i'll be happy with caleb williams any any lower though uh okay i like that yeah joe flacco deserves it and if not joe flacco baker mayfield especially if the especially if the bucks make the playoffs like baker's been totally fine and he was out of the league also last year like why yeah
2: i don't know well there it's a it's an issue with the awards they should make a separate award for like Come back from injury, okay. Come back from you yeah. know, yeah. Come back from death or, or whatever, come and then just and then just have like general comeback player. Jamar
0: <laughs> Hamlin come back from death award. <laughs> give him the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Didn't he raise a shit little money? Just give him that, right? Like, there you go. That's the easy one. Give it. Give give him that one. Um, okay, let's do. Let's just let's get it out of the way. Um, Patriots Jets. Patriots are one and a half point favorites at home against the Jets supposed to be snowing it is supposed to be snowing on this on this on this day um what is the over under for that it is doo, 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 30 and a half is that the lowest we've got this year I think our, so. well it's got to be around there that sounds it sounds low fellas I'd like you to join me in prayer Dear Heavenly Father, I don't come to you often. I really don't. I need to come to you more often if this if this happens. But please, please, allow the Patriots to take this loss with dignity, with pride, and with respect. But please have them lose this game. I need a franchise quarterback in my life. It's been a long couple of years without Tom Brady. And the worst thing that can happen is beating the Jets and then falling all the way to the seventh pick to where now you're not even in the best offensive tackle range. Now you're getting an edge rusher. You're trading down. You've missed on the three best receivers probably. You missed on the QBs. Dear Lord, please keep us in the top three. Let me get my hands on Drake May or Caleb Williams. And let me buy some jerseys. Let me let me support capitalism, God, like you would intend. Amen. Amen. Well, if that doesn't say it, I don't know what will. I need the Jets to win this game. I thought all hope was lost when the Patriots beat the Broncos. Uh, I actually looked at it as a uh, franchise-deciding, disgusting moment that would keep me reeling forever. I will never forget when the Jets, a couple years ago, had the first pick and they won a game. And they ended up, instead of with Trevor Lawrence, they ended up with Zach Wilson. Okay? Okay. These picks matter. There's people on Reddit on the Patriots that are rooting for us to win this game. They've rooted for us to beat uh, the Bills last week or to beat the Broncos. And I cannot stand it. They have the brains of goldfish. Why would you root for a team that has no chance to make the playoffs, It's mathematically out of the playoffs, to win games and hurt their future? There are two great quarterbacks in this draft class that are, that are can't-miss prospects. Jaden Daniels is amazing. Penix looks good. Bo Nix looks fine. JJ McCarthy, et cetera, et cetera. But Drake May and Caleb Williams look like they're actually going to be future greats. I've said this numerous times. Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best wide receiver prospect since Julio and Calvin Johnson. If you're in the top three, you get one of those guys. Those are franchise-changing players. You want one of the QBs more than receiver. If they win this, it will hurt the franchise. I don't know how much, and it will make me cry. I hate rooting for the Jets, but I'm rooting for the Jets. I'm picking the Jets. I might honestly go put a couple hundred dollars on the Patriots' money line just so I can... Uh, just so I can emotionally hedge. And because I would pay, I don't know the amount of money I would pay in, in all in all seriousness for a top three pick, to guarantee a top three pick. I don't know the amount of money I would have to put in. When the Cardinals beat the Eagles, it lost me out of making about $500 on that parlay. I wasn't even that mad because what it did was propel the Patriots back into the top three, genuinely. So. You were mad, you were mad, come on. I was a little upset, but then I looked at the draft board. I looked at tank, tankathon.com and I was like, whoa, we're back up there, Okay. Yeah, so I'm
2: taking,
0: I'm taking the Jets. I know it's probably Trevor Simeon. I am so sick. And also, Aaron Rodgers, giant piece of shit. We don't need to go over it more and more. But they could have had Joe Flacco, just for what it's worth. Joe Flacco played for them last season. They could have brought him back. But Aaron Rodgers, I'm coming back from my Achilles. Good job, Aaron. I haven't heard, I haven't heard anybody talk about that. Yeah. they could have. They could have had any veteran that was out there. Because... They could have been in the market to trade for somebody. They just no. Aaron's coming back. So, so they sat, sat tight and wasted a full season of a lot of their young players. Good job. Good job, Aaron. Uh, Steven, Jets, Pats. Did you say amen, by the way? I didn't hear you say amen, Steven.
1: No, I didn't. I was for your downfall. Wow. You're pranking your fur hands down. <laughs> Horns down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know what's gonna happen on this game and i want you to get a free game so i'm gonna take the just as well
0: wow you don't want he don't want me to catch up to you
1: no do not off this game
2: wait are you guys picking this are you, are you picking the same as drilling on every single one no he
0: picked no, the, no i picked
2: different yeah i picked the Eagles. Okay. oh uh, that's right okay i just i'm not keeping track very well <laughs> I was gonna say that's a great strategy. I, I respect it. Going down
0: together, Greg. What do you got here?
2: Oh, so sorry. Um, oh, I'm picking the Jets too. Yeah, there's no way the Pats win this game. I, I mean, I I don't think that they want to. I do think there's a little bit of uh, Belichick that you know he's still trying to pile onto that all-time win record. So there is the outside chance that. Uh, that he pursues one more victory that really he should not pursue. Um, But I don't see that happening. I think the Jets are going to come out really trying to prove whatever as they have all year, and maybe they'll actually do it. And I think all the hoopla about Belichick getting run out of New England is completely overblown. Um, I, I really don't think he's going anywhere personally. Um, I don't know if there's any space that takes a bet on yes no there, but probably online. Um yeah, you could probably find it on some of the the more obscure books. But um I think Belichick's gonna stick around. I really don't think Kraft has an appetite to get him out of there. I do think obviously they gotta take away the GM duties because he's been oh for sure pretty bad. But uh yeah, as far as this game goes, we'll take the Jets plus four and a half. It's gonna be a a really really fun game to watch
0: I saw something that the only rookie first or second rounder that the Patriots have extended past a rookie contract is Deron Harmon since 2013 yeah.
2: which is a awful record
0: and I think they actually had a good draft this year with I like if you look at the draft um some of the players look like they're going to be good Christian Gonzalez got hurt in that Cowboys game but he was super good the first 4 weeks or whatever before that yeah. um yeah take the GM duties away craft should come out today on thursday and say hey we're gonna keep we're gonna retain belichick next year and stop stop the nonsense because the when he what's not saying anything is causing uncertainty and i don't think that they're gonna get rid of him i think it'd be a mistake if they do get rid of him do not keep gerard mayo do not keep somebody from within don't dear god don't bring back josh mcdaniels uh you go outside and you reset the culture. Cause if you're getting rid of Belichick and just going to hire somebody from within his successor, that'd be, that would not make any sense to me. Like reset the culture, bring in Ben Johnson, bring in uh, uh, one of those offensive coordinator gurus that that are out there, because I don't want an in-house hire. If you're getting rid of the guy that created the culture there, that is, I guess, not working. What they need is a new GM, and offense, offense, offense. I don't want them to take a defensive player in in this draft. And if they do, third round. Sorry, that's all on the pads. I just I have a lot to say. They're, my emotions have been whirlpooling. They should have beat the Bills last week, by the way. Uh okay. Falcons, Saints, Falcons, Saints, Falcons, Saints. What's the playoff things for this, Steve? Do you want to just give me these if I when I ask? Oh, uh,
1: like the current one.
0: So Saints are in if new orleans wins and tampa loses atlanta is in if atlanta wins and tampa loses okay so tampa's in if they yeah. win okay so yeah. winner of this game needs tampa to lose uh i honestly don't know how anybody in their right mind i know the falcons won last week i don't know how anybody in their right mind can pick them at all heineke is hilarious ritter <laughs> or they, they won two weeks ago sorry i don't think how anybody could pick them that like they got killed by the bears i don't Heineke is hilarious. I don't think he's playing. Ritter is absolutely a joke. They need to be, if the Bears move off of Justin Fields, Atlanta should offer whatever they need to get him because their quarterback situation is only comparable to the Steelers and to the Patriots. And so they need a new QB. I don't know how anybody could pick this. Three points, a divisional game. I don't really care. The Saints will win this um, pretty comfortably, I think. Arthur Smith, the fact that they're going to keep him, I think, is is, is one of the funniest things of the year. Uh, their their owner must be dealing, being hard for cash, because why would you keep him? Steven?
1: Yeah, I would never pick Falcon, so give me the inverse of that.
0: <laughs> Since it is. Greg?
2: This is a... Matchup of two teams that are so utterly inconsistent that it's almost like coin flip time. Um, New Orleans has been good and then bad and then decent and then awful, and Atlanta's been pretty mediocre all year with some moments of of uh, okay football. But um, I think New Orleans is more motivated. There's less math less math involved if they just get a victory here. Um, and minus three at home pretty good home field there at the Superdome. So we'll take them over the, you know, the questionable coaching of the Atlanta Falcons, the questionable quarterbacking of the Atlanta Falcons, and the fact that they don't give Bijan the ball at all. So I th- I think they can they can win this by, you know, six. So
0: yeah. Um okay, we'll be quick on this one. Browns, Bengals, Bengals are seven point favorites. Browns are Browns are resting everybody. I don't think the Bengals can make it. Yeah, the Bengals are out. So they're seven-point favorites at home. I'm going to pick them to win because I think they're still playing players for some reason. I get it. like They're not going to bench people that aren't going to play next week anyways. So I'm just going to take Cincy to cover this. I don't think the Browns are playing anybody that's impactful whatsoever. Again, you bet this, you have problems. That's one of those games. Uh, Steve? Steve? Jake Browns. Ooh. I can pick up two games now on you. Let's hope let's hope yep. we can get at least 5. Let's hope there's 5 available. <laughs> uh Greg,
1: Yeah, give me the yeah. round. Yeah, go ahead Greg.
2: Yeah, the uh the Bengals are going to win this game by a margin that doesn't make any sense in normal <laughs> normal realms. Um this line I think they'll look ahead from a couple weeks ago is the Browns minus seven. So there's a 14 point swing. <laughs> so that should tell you all you need to know, Steven, since now going to win this game by probably two touchdowns, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't bet this game. There's a lot of really like really questionable games that people should stay away from. This is definitely one of them. Um, there's probably only maybe two or three games that I would even think about betting this week. Yeah, I might stay away
0: completely from the week unless I bet the the Patriots.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'm betting anything this week. I might go out and you know do a couple futures, but Bills Dolphins uh, is good to bet, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think there's something to be said for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a tough week. Um, okay, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Tennessee is our Jacksonville's five and a half point favorites. In Tennessee. Tennessee's a decent home team. Uh, they're looking to play spoiler here. I don't think that Brabel is gonna lay over or roll over, but um, they're just not a good team at the end of the day. They're just they just stink. Uh Jacksonville wins the wins the um AFC South with a win. They get a playoff berth with a win and a Pittsburgh loss. Or some other weird things that we're not gonna go down the rabbit hole. I'm gonna take Jacksonville to cover here. Um, they've had a really shaky last half of the season. I think at one point they were eight and three, something around there um last week was their first game where they actually looked solid, and I know it was with Bethard, but that's the first game they looked good in a very long time again against the Panthers where their owner threw a drink on a fan, so I don't know what stock you want to put into that, but uh I'm gonna go Jacksonville to cover here. Tennessee's close to as bad as the Panthers to be honest it's it's not it's not a massive margin. Uh, Steven? Yeah. Want yeah, me to throw take... it Yeah, yeah. Right here. Uh,
1: yeah, uh around the pot. Yeah, I'm gonna take Jacksonville as well. Um they they cannot be the Texas twice. In a row. I don't know how they're supposed to be anyone else, so give me
2: Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, Tennessee sucks. Uh Greg.
2: I don't think Jacksonville is nearly as good as you guys are giving them credit for, but um I don't know. Maybe there's something I'm not seeing. I think Trevor Lawrence is super overrated. I think he's hurt. Um, defense plays very inconsistently. And I don't know if you guys saw Rabel after last week's lost uh, Sorry, lost game. Um, but uh, he was very, very angry. And I think I could see that this is the last home game in Tennessee, probably the last home game for Derrick Henry in a Titans uniform. Maybe the last home Vrabel game Vrabel yeah, maybe the last home game Vrabel is coaching as the Titans head coach. And uh you best believe he wants to go out on a win. Derek Henry wants to go out on a win. So I could see this being a game where, you know, they they feed the rock to Derek like thirty times. He averages three yards a carry and you know, he's he still gets like three touchdowns and throws for a touchdown and you know does all kinds of weird stuff to celebrate, you know, the end of his time in Tennessee. <laughs> so I think five, five and a half, I think is a little bit large of a number for this. Um, I think it's actually a really interesting spot for Tennessee to be uh, playing the spoiler. Um, and I think that they will play it well, obviously. I don't know who's starting for Tennessee. Is it Tannehill? Is that what we're getting at this point? You're asking me. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I I'll take I'll take Dan I'll, I mean, it's really not about the quarterback play in Tennessee the last couple of years. So um I'll take the five and a half. I mean, that number's kinda it just looks too large to me. Um and I, I've got a lot of questions about Jacksonville that I I just don't see them winning this by a ton of like by more than three. So
0: Oh Wow, I was like, wait, Tennessee has seven wins because I was looking at 2022 injury reports. I don't know why that came up. Sorry. Uh, I am looking at who's the quarterback. It's gonna be probably yeah, it's probably gonna be Tannehill. Levison in practice today again. Um Okay. So you're on Tennessee, huh? Okay, Tampa at Carolina. Tampa is four and a half point favorites in Carolina. They win and in their end. I have not much more to say. Carolina has secured the first overall pick for the Chicago Bears. Um, good trade, David Tepper. Way to way to really way to really uh, do your franchise right. So they have Bryce Young, no first round pick, and nothing around him. Also, he got fined three hundred grand for throwing a drink on a fan. That's so absurd. That's way too much money. No, that's a joke. That's the same as if you have a million dollars and you're getting fined sixteen bucks. Okay, that guy's worth. 24 billion, and he is just a sore loser who's a shitty business guy who bought a team that stinks, and he's the one calling the shots. There's only one owner in sports that I have any respect for to call any shots, and that's Mark Cuban. Every other one, sit back, let let. He's no
2: longer shoot. he's no longer an owner.
0: I know he's no longer calling shots either. Actually, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna end yeah. it's gonna end badly for him in Dallas. Sadly, he's still. Uh, I think
1: he still controls the team though
0: yeah but there's nothing in the contract that actually i don't see yeah he he it, he said that he has final say and then he came out like uh i think it was actually christmas day i was like yeah actually i don't have uh end all now
1: which i heard it was just one big way of just getting legalized sports gambling in texas because those people are
0: yeah the casino people or whatever yeah yeah they're scumbags but uh yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with them. I love Mark Cuban, though. Wait,
2: did you just born. call the state of Texan the Texan scumbags?
0: No, I was calling the Adelson. No, no, no the, the casino people. Yeah. Oh. Sheldon uh, Adelson's one of the biggest pieces of shit in like, in like... Oh, life.
2: you're talking about the owners. I was like, wait, we're casino people. What are you talking about? We no, 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 Las
0: thing? Vegas Sands, that
2: that company. Okay, place, right? I got you. I got um,
0: you. Yeah. Who actually makes most of their money in um, China. They own a few yeah, properties in, in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's where they have their their, their biggest revenues. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> back off the business subject here. As a, as a stock as a stockbroker, uh, I'm going to take Tampa Bay to cover here. I don't know how anybody can look at the Panthers and say, yeah, four and a half, that sounds good. Bryce Young, is ab- ab- he should not play. They should not be putting him out there. He got hit so hard in that Jacksonville game at one point where I thought he was like crumpled up and he still played. Use Andy Dalton. Just go into next season and fix your things. This is no reason to even play these guys. I'm going to go the Bucs to win this. I think it's a blowout. This is a game I actually, if I do bet, I'll bet this, just because I do think Tampa rolls them. Uh, I also thought Tampa was going to roll last week, and they they looked really bad against the Saints. But this is not the Saints. This is a team much worse than the Saints, and I'm going to go Tampa. Steve? Ooh,
1: I'm taking Tampa. I'm taking the Panthers.
0: If I If I was at a Panthers
1: game, though and i saw the, the owner i would just antagonize him the entire time
0: well oh, i'd be wearing a neck brace i got that i'd say i'm allergic to alcohol
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if
0: i got if i got like an alcoholic drink alcohol. i have a
1: severe gluten allergy that could easily kill me
0: they have to like he he, he needs to be sued by that guy right gonna oh, yeah, he's gonna yeah, get, yeah. Sued. He's gonna that's get sued that's assault that's assault brother that's assault. <laughs> yeah that is actually technically assault yeah
2: yeah I mean, it'll get settled out of court probably before anything. Gets, He'll give uh, like fifty grand or by.
0: lifetime Panthers tickets or some shit, right? Or whatever. Like,
2: it'll be something. That sounds like, like a that sounds like a punishment, man. I want the cash, like yeah. lifetime <laughs> lifetime Panthers tickets.
0: I'm done. Meet and greet with Bryce Young and I'm like I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like,
1: you know what? I don't need that. I uh, <laughs> appreciate it. I appreciate it. That sounds like an errand though, but I, I don't need more errands. Uh, Yeah, that
0: sounds like I have to make a trip to the stadium again. I'm good. Uh, What do you got here, Greg, Carolina or Tampa?
2: Well, first of all, I'm glad we have like a new NFL owner. That's like the, he's kind of like the, the new evil, you know, master guy. Like we used to have the Washington football team Snyder. owner. Yeah. And uh, he was kind of the. The the bottom of the barrel as far as owners go, and and really was terrible for that franchise for a long time. But you can kind of see the the roots of that growing down in Carolina because this guy is just crazy. Like he I can't it believe he bought it from a guy that's that. like a
0: sexual predator, though. Jerry, no, I know, I
2: know. <laughs> the lineage is bad, and this guy's bad, and he's throwing <laughs> drinks on fans. And I I just I don't know that. It seems to me like there's a lot of buyer's remorse, obviously, and I don't think he realized what he got himself into. You know, he's not playing this rigged stock game that he played from 10,000 feet above, you know, where he can, you know, have access to money for super cheap and and, and pretty much win no matter what. Um, he's playing in a really, really tough franchise that it, uh, is... I mean, the Carolina Panthers haven't been good for a long time, and I think they're obviously probably further away from being good than they have ever been at this point, especially under his ownership. But um, long story short, we're taking Tampa Bay minus four and a half. Obviously, Tampa Bay didn't show us a whole lot last week. Really, really disappointed in uh, how they showed up against the Saints. But there was a lot of um, there's a lot of turnover luck that I, I don't know what happened. But hey, New Orleans, to their credit, played really well. I think Tampa Bay will, ban- will bounce back as teams often do against Carolina Panthers. This should be, uh, I think, a two touchdown victory for them.
0: Yeah. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that one. Uh Rams 49ers. Nobody's playing in this game. Again, stay away. It's I guess Sam Darnold's playing and it's Sam Darnold versus Carson Wentz. So what am I saying? It's an entertaining game. I'm gonna take the God. I'm gonna take the Rams to cover here. It's four they're giving me four points. Carson Wentz gets back in the action. I don't know. I, I have no this is all I can say. These both these teams. I think that who I think one of these teams is gonna represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Dallas is a third. But I, I do think the 49ers are Rams. I think they have the goods. Even though the Rams look like shit against the Giants last week, when things are moving with um with Cup and, and Puka, and Puka probably should be the rookie of the year. It's gonna go to Stroud, but Puka is deserving of that award, I think more so than Stroud. And then um and then Williams, the running back. He's like a top five running back in the league this year. He's been phenomenal. And Stafford still has his fastball, so be on the lookout for this team. But everybody's sitting out this game, so I'm going to go Rams just to cover because you're giving me points. Again, don't know what's – don't know. Steve? Yeah, give me the Rams as well.
1: Wait, is Sam Darnold starting his 49ers? I think it's Sam Darnold. Okay, never mind. Give me the 49ers. Not Trey Lance. A better Brock Ferdy gets to play? Yep, give me the 49ers. (laughs) Greg,
2: yeah, I I'm I'm going with the Rams uh, just with you Sterling. I I think uh, I don't know. I like to throw the dice with uh, Carson Wentz once a year when I get the opportunity, and uh, I don't know. You give you're giving me four points. I think the uh, Niners are going to have very little motivation. They've already locked up the number one seed, um, and also Puka is going to play in this game, so. Um, he's got, uh, 29 receiving yards that he needs to collect in this game oh, to break a record that's stood since 1960. Oh yeah. And so I do. Yeah. So I do think he's live to win rookie of the year. It is probably CJ's to lose. Um, but I think, uh, I think there's going to be some MVP or sorry, sorry, some, some, uh, some votes coming his way. So we'll see how that shakes out. But, um, I like LA Rams plus four. Like I said, I just don't see what the motivation is for the Niners to, to show up for this. There really is nothing. I think this is a, a week for rest for them and, uh, you know, get ready for their playoff push to the super bowl.
0: I agree. Um, Yeah, let's go Hawks Cardinals. Cardinals are three point underdogs at home. The Seahawks, what an abysmal end to the year. I mean, geez, Louise, Uh, that Eagles win looks so good in hindsight, but it turns out that, you know, they probably should have won by more with how the Eagles have been playing, uh, getting embarrassed by the, by the Steelers. I honestly, I think the Seahawks should win this game, right? But looking at how the Cardinals ran against the Eagles, the Seahawks letting Najee Harris and and Jalen Warren just basically do whatever they wanted that entire game. I don't know. I don't know in good faith if you can pick them or bet them. That was just embarrassing. That was actually one of the biggest beat downs of, of the year. I thought from, from like a just pure, like watching the game and seeing like they, they couldn't do anything. Uh, Bobby Wagner, your time's passed brother. I think, I think it's time to hang up the boots. That was, that was a, that was a bad display. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals here. Honestly, I don't think they win the game. You're giving me three points. I think it's going to be a three-point game, honestly. Arizona now has nothing to play for since they're out of the top three picks. And I don't think they can get back in based off strength of schedule and how it works. So it's going to be some variation of 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 Bears, Commanders, Patriots. And I think there's a few teams that would beat over the Cardinals even if the Cardinals um, lost here with strength of schedule. I can't remember how it all works out. So they're kind of out of the Marvin Harrison Jr., debacle. It's, it's rich that the, the coach came out and said, Kyler Murray's our guy next season after this game. Uh, well, now you don't have a chance to get one of the other two guys instead of you jump. So yeah, Kyler, congrats. You got another year with the Cardinals. I hope they get a receiver for him because I do think he still has some talent. Um, so I'm going to go Cardinals here. I just, that, that what the Seahawks did last game just disgusted me, honestly, I bet them. But even so, like, I thought they actually had a chance to make the playoffs and they, they crumbled badly in that game. The Najee Harris is awful. And he was able to do he, what was he getting? Like five yards of carry every carry, it seemed?
2: You read that game, yeah. Greg. How was it live? Um, well, I gotta say, there's a lot of Steelers fans that showed up. <laughs> um, and you know, they're they're friendly fans, so we were happy for that. But uh yeah, pretty disappointed to watch the the defense completely lay down and let him run all over him all day. And it was, you know, that, I mean, honestly, the offense played pretty well. They, they kept up their end of the bargain. But at the end of the day, there, I think there were some coaching mistakes from Pete Carroll at the end too. I don't know what the onside kick was about. I think maybe he just kicked oh, that, kick that through the end zone. Like, what, what are we doing? But, uh, you know, at that point, I guess he probably had so little – faith in the defense he just said okay yeah, well, stopping the we'll run for if... three downs yeah well. yeah i mean that's fair that's fair i, I saw the same game he was seeing <laughs> um but it was a beautiful day there in seattle we had a good time yeah. um and uh you know i was disappointed with how many steelers fans showed up though it was a ridiculous mix my god but uh yeah so i guess i'm just gonna get my pick here I'm i'm gonna take seattle minus three um sorry to jump jump the Shark here i But uh, I'm um uh, so sorry. But uh I'm gonna take okay. Seattle minus three. I think that they will hopefully bounce back from that really, really disappointing loss at home. Um and get it done here because there is some there is still some playoff hope for them to get in. Obviously, once they're in, yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh I I think they can get it done against Arizona. I don't know what. The Philadelphia win really proves for Arizona. I think everybody's kind of in contention to beat Philadelphia right now. So That's I'll true. take the home team and we'll hopefully, at worst, push.
0: Yeah, I think this is a push. Steve. Steve?
1: Yeah. If uh, Najee Harris looks like an absolute prime Barry Sanders against Seattle, Steve <laughs> James Conner is going to look even better
0: against this team. So and give me the Cardinals. You scumbag. Uh, <laughs> okay there's a lot of reason <laughs> well okay yeah broncos raiders raiders are two and a half point favorites here a real vote of confidence in um pierce today from D- uh, Devontae adams and i think he's going to stay the head coach which would be smart maybe smart for the raiders to retain him they actually play hard under him this team doesn't have too much talent they're another team that should be in the in honestly in the market for russell wilson i'm gonna get your comments on russell wilson in a sec uh steve because we just did a little seahawk thing you get your bronco thing i think it's pretty insane um (laughs) that they asked him to take that injury clause off and uh he said no and they kept playing him anyways and then that game against the patriots i'll be honest he did not look like he should play in the NFL anymore he was turning his back all the time every play and i was like jesus christ bring stinnaman please and uh they didn't so but anyways I'm taking the Raiders here. I just think that if you're Sean Payton, why are you even trying to win these games? Like you're gonna, you're going into next season with something new. I don't know what it's gonna be, and I'm gonna let you take that away and just and tell me what you think is gonna be the quarterback position there. But um, yeah, I'm going Raiders, Steve.
1: Ooh, last time I got to pick the Broncos this year, so I'm going to Broncos.
0: <laughs> okay, what what do you think's gonna happen with the quarterback next year? Who do you think's gonna be it?
1: Uh, I think it depends on what you know. Other teams are gonna do first. I think it's gonna impact. I mean, obviously, not gonna have Russell. I don't think Jared is gonna be the starter next year. Right now, they're what, slotted like, the to pair.
0: pick fourteenth. If they lose this, mm-hmm. they're probably gonna be around top ten. Around top ten, I don't know where exactly, oh. but they're slotted. So you're in prime. You can, I guess, you can move up, but you're if you're moving up, it's probably for Jaden Daniels or yeah, probably him. So you're in there with. McCarthy, Pennix, Bonex in that in that in that area, or Jaden Daniels. If you're going in the draft. I would want Jaden
1: Daniels out of all those guys. Yeah. I think I think he I think it's him and Drake May and you know Caleb Williams, obviously. I think those three guys are like tier one. You move Jaden Daniels, I guess, slightly down, but the other guys I think are a big drop off. hmm Um for QB like I, I think I'd rather have Penix than Bowlegs. Yeah, I, those two guys. I'd rather if we don't get that top ten pick. I'd rather just. There's a lot of good edge guys in this draft. There's a lot of good D linemen. There's there's a lot of good guys too. So I'm not really worried about picking a quarterback. If Jane Daniels is there, I do not want them to take a quarterback at, at like that ten to thirteenth uh, fifteenth pick. Yeah, I'd be. I think I think that'd be a waste of a pick because we're not gonna. They're just gonna throw him out there, and he's gonna—they're gonna suck. We don't have anyone to teach him. What does Jared Suttmann have to teach? One time I played under Tom Brady.
0: Hey, that's a good thing to learn.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm good. So I hope the Broncos have uh, a chance of getting Jane Daniels. I, I, I'd be happy with that. I think he'd be really good. But I don't. Besides that, I don't even know who to pick.
0: This first mock draft I have has them taking Brock Bowers. The tight end, which would be I don't think he's gonna slip that low, but if he does, that'd be a good pick. Um, yeah, we'll see. Interesting offseason for a lot of teams. We talked about this on the on the bonus episode with the recorded uh for Christmas. Uh Greg, what do you have the Broncos Raiders?
2: Uh, I'm taking Denver plus two and a half. I think this will be kind of a prove it game. Um for the Broncos. I uh I think Peyton is gonna try to make a statement here that he can win without russell um and that uh you know this franchise is bigger than any one person and uh you know i think the raiders are kind of skating by on i don't know what but
0: moxie um, I, yeah
2: on moxie and and hopes and dreams and um i think that runs out here i wish it was in denver um because I think there is something to be said for that home field. But, yeah, I'll take the two and a half. I don't have a whole lot of analysis here. I'm not super interested in this game, so I apologize. I know um, Steven uh, had a little more say than I did, but uh, that's his team. You and I more wish than the as well. I need yeah. you to
0: shut your <laughs> crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bears, Packers, Packers are three-point favorites. Uh, is any team happier – in the NFL right now than the Green Bay Packers, rating themselves of the stench of Aaron Rodgers. And now Jordan Love has actually stepped in and has been a very effective QB most of the season. Um, They still own the Bears. I don't think that changes. Although the Bears, when they're eliminated from the playoffs, they turn into a different team and Fields turns into a different beast. I'm going to pick the Packers here because they went and they're in. And I think that that's really the, the metric that matters here the most. What I actually want to ask outside of the pick is do you think the Bears should stick with Fields and or and then I mean I guess if they keep the first pick they can move down one or two and they could probably get Marvin Harrison which is who I would assume they'd want to take so you could pair Fields with a receiver him and DJ Moore and see what you have there or you could take Harrison first I think you can get value though if you move down one or two spots um so it's either do you trade Fields probably get a second rounder I'm assuming for Fields and then reset with Caleb and Drake or Drake may or whoever you would like, or do you keep fields and go Harrison? And I'm actually kind of leaning towards non-biased. Cause it sounds like I'm going to speak from bias. if so I'm saying keep fields. We want one of the QBs. I think they should actually keep fields only for the reason that they have a stud wide receiver there. You see him with DJ Moore, And if fields, isn't it, there will be plenty of veteran QBs and QBs and drafts in the future that aren't going to be the level of, I think, Caleb Williams or Drake may prospect wise. But if you have the bones around the team set up sliding in a veteran QB can actually put them in a better spot than if they somehow miss on the QB. Cause I wouldn't say fields has been great by any metric um, outside of like his running ability. It's, it's unbelievable. Some of the, some of the stuff he does is, is, is actually like Mike Vick on steroids type stuff. Um, but it'd be more of a franchise kneecapper if they drafted Caleb or they drafted Drake, man, they end up being, you know, a Mitch Trubisky light with, with Drake may in, in, in consideration because they both went to North Carolina or if Caleb just ends up not being that good. And he was a product of USC and Lincoln Riley's offense. I think they're both going to be phenomenal, but I think the risk factor there's a lot higher than Marvin Harrison, where I think Marvin Harrison is, is a all pro, um, within a year or two like an all pro type player so that's my kind of take on it i'm picking the packers here but yeah you guys can give your takes on the game and then what you think the bears should do because they're in a spot where they can kind of haul it up like if if the patriots want are in the third spot and they move up they're gonna have to give up probably a future first or an impact player like not maybe not a first probably a second to move down two spots but yeah sorry greg's fucking timing me steve you go
1: I want him to get rid of Justin Fields,
0: send him to the Broncos.
1: Hmm. over. Would you give like your Russell ten Wilson. pick for him? I think he's better than Jay Daniel, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd go up ten pick for Justin Fields. I think he's worth it.
0: They probably do that. Um. Packers or Bears? Uh, I'm
1: taking the Packers. Go pack, go! Steve or Greg?
2: Uh, I'm going to provide uh, twice the amount of content you did in half the time, Sterling. So Justin Fields is considered a couple notches below replacement value. What does below replacement value mean? Well, if you Mac look Jones? at DVOA. No, Mac Jones is not even close to replacement value. Replacement value is just an average quarterback playing average football week to week. And so he is below average of an average quarterback. So they should most definitely most, I like Justin Fields. He's a good quarterback in some games and in some instances, but he is below average over the long term. And he is going to be due a ton of money next year. If they're going to keep him in Chicago, they have to reset the clock for the franchise. They have to, they've had bad quarterback luck in Chicago. They need to get him out. They need to get whatever capital they can into Chicago to help build that franchise further. I know they're attached to him a little bit at this point, but they got to move on. They got to, they got to draft somebody. They're going to have a really nice set of draft picks to compliment whoever they bring in, but it's time to reset the clock on him. You know, he always has these late season pushes, but guess what? You got to get it done all year. And he hasn't done that consistently. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, I I really hope that he's able to find that consistency in his career, but I hope it's elsewhere.
0: That's fair. Packers, Bears.
2: Oh, sorry. Uh, Bears, plus three. I know Ooh. that I just hated on Justin Fields, but I, I think that I like them in this spot. Do you think they win the game? Oh, yeah. I think they'll win outright, yeah. Oh, wow.
0: They did, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's That'll be a good one. That'll be the off-season conversation until April because I do think that they're going to, I actually think they're keeping Fields. Personally, I don't know if they should, yeah. like I just said, but I think they will keep fields because I do think the uncertainty at the q b position is what spooks them out of uh willing to make the big spot because this is their this is probably their best quarterback in franchise history, like which is insane. they are so bad at the q b position. It's Tim or Cutler, so <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, not a whole lot of competition, so
0: yeah, uh god okay cowboys commanders commanders are 13 point underdogs cowboys win this game they win the division simple enough sam howell starting. he's been a disaster um i do think the commanders keep it within 13 this is a big spread this is ron rivera's last game coaching an nfl team probably ever uh you are gonna bring you're gonna keep the enemy i would assume to be the head coach i do think this offense still has some good players this is a team where I'm rooting hard for the commanders to win this game outright because that would be amazing, but, uh, that's not going to happen. I'm not a fool. So I'm going to take the commies to cover, not win. um, this is a team in the offseason where they definitely are taking a QB. I don't think there's a question about it. It just depends on which one Caleb is from the DC area. So if that impacts at all, that'd be good to bring the hometown guy home. Um, I just think it's kind of a close game. Ron Rivera, again, he's no longer riverboat Ron. He has been one of the most conservative coaches in football. Put be enemy as a head coach there. Bring, bring, um, bring that Chiefs type style playbook over there with whoever you bring, and I think that team actually will be a, a lot more competitive next season than they are this year. Commies to cover thirteen, Cowboys to win the division. Steve,
1: yeah, same outcome. They're there. We go. They're going to get everything locked up in the first quarter. It'll be like fourteen then in the fourth quarter, and they're going to pull everyone. <laughs> so. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. and so the Commanders are still gonna have, uh, just throwing the ball willy nilly, but they won't they won't have the good corners in there, so they should be able to put up some back, some points, some backdoor covers.
0: You scumbag, Steve. You, you pick the Cowboys there. Uh, Greg, we have the playoffs too, by the way. Playoffs were three.
2: Uh, what are the implications What are the implications for Dallas with this game? What is it? Uh, Dallas to? wins, they win the division.
0: Dallas loses, Phillies win or Philly wins. Um philly wins nfc
2: east yeah. oh, okay oh, okay uh that's such a trap line yeah the line's a little bit and yeah i'm jumping into the trap minus 13 um definitely uh, one of these lines ladies and gentlemen mostly gentlemen let's be honest i don't
0: think anyone should listen to this
2: besides maybe my no, mom i'm sure there's no women. <laughs> is your wife listening uh, um she has on occasion okay you know, we don't I try to put some shout outs to her in the podcast to see if like they come back up Hi she's Hannah like, Oh yeah, yeah. Hey Hannah. Um but uh yeah, I don't think in general she's listening to us. Um I know Julie doesn't. Yeah. Well oh, hell no. Hi Julie. So who's Julie?
0: That's Steven, that's Steven's lady.
2: Oh, okay. Well. Um, no no discredit to any of the ladies uh, in our lives. Um they have to listen to us in real life all the time. So, you know. <laughs> you know it's funny? <laughs> this when, might be overload.
0: When she and I first started talking, Alexa and I um she'd listen to it and she'd go great. I don't think she's press playing a lot lately. <laughs> she's she hears me talk way too much. I give yeah, these things to her. I practice these takes on her before I give them to you guys.
2: Oh. Well, so she really doesn't need to listen to them again then. Yeah, give me a download, though. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um. So, okay. yeah, I'll take Dallas minus 13 now.
0: Okay, game of the week. I forgot we're going to start putting these. Uh, Next season, we're going to put the better games at the start, okay? So, that's a next season problem. Bills, Dolphins, Dolphins plus three. Um. Mike McDaniel, you know, how about you don't play Bradley Chubb when you're down 50 points? You know, just a thought. So, now, they're two top pass rushers, um, Phillips and Chubb. Both tore ACL Achilles. They're dwindling at important positions. I know Waddle will be back. I think Waddle will be back in this game. Mostert's playing, Hill's playing. Um, the offense isn't the big issue, it's the defense, and um, they just have health problems. The Bills played this team like three, like a month and a half ago and killed them. But that's a different Bills team as well. And I watched the Bills live in LA, almost choked to Easton's stick. I watched the Bills almost let Bailey Zappi beat them after turning the ball over four times in the first half. That, that game was way too close. Josh Allen looked bad in the last two games. I know he still rushes for touchdowns, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they won both of them, but okay. I think the Dolphins win here. I really do. I don't, I don't have much, much analysis to provide because the Dolphins don't beat good teams, and I think the Bills, by definition, are a good team. But something in here, I just think Tyreek has a big game. His house was on fire today. Maybe added a little motivation. His house burned down. Everybody's okay. He has insurance. But maybe that's a little added motivation for him to um, porch the Buffalo defense, if you will. <laughs> uh, you like, like that kick? Like <laughs> I like it. Uh, so I'm going to go the Dolphins. <laughs> You're me three points at home. This is probably the biggest Dolphins game since Dan Marino was our QB. I know there's been playoff games in the past and whatnot, but this is to get the two seed. This is to have two home playoff games. Not guarantee them a spot in the in the AFC championship game, but the Dolphins at home are are very dangerous. Um, I don't if they're on the road, I have no confidence in them whatsoever playing any of these teams. So this is a huge game for Miami to at least get two home playoff games, is what you want here. So I'm taking the Dolphins. I think this is a must win for them. The Bills can go on the road. That team can travel. Dolphins, not so much. So I'm picking the Dolphins out of necessity here. Steve?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take the dolphins as well. Uh, them at home, I just like them. So, I think Bully Joss might stay in Buffalo, he, he's gonna forget his luggage there at uh in the whole New York. He's not gonna be able to help out.
0: Damn, yeah, Josh the Bully doesn't have his luggage. Scary sight, Greg.
2: Let me tell you something, fellas. Josh is already yeah. in Miami, and I think uh, he may have something to do with that house fire that occurred. I'm just saying. I'm not saying you to think rule he, him out. You I'm think not, he ignited? I'm not saying there's anything there, but I'm just saying it would not be the weirdest thing in the world because Josh is a bully, and he's not above you know, throwing a Molotov cocktail, throwing a pipe bomb Whoa, into, his hey. into his opponent's home. Uh, Domestic terrorism? You know, I don't know. Sterling knows more about pipe bombs than I, I'll ever know. Uh, and so maybe he can speak about that but
0: uh one's coming through your window buff. here soon <laughs>
2: here it is. um for those that uh have no context for all the pipe bomb talk sterling is constantly threatening to pipe bomb my home and uh it's just a, a really lovely running joke that we have i think it's a joke hmm. i think it's a joke
0: we'll see I, in a couple i, weeks. I guess
2: I, I i hope it's a joke um but Buffalo is going to go down to Miami and I think they're going to steamroll the Miami dolphins. I think there's some serious issues there. Jalen Waddle, I think is going to be out for this game. Tyreek Hill is I think kind of playing hurt and now his house burned down. Um, I, I know that that was part of your handicap, that that helped him. Um, not sure how that works, but, uh, you know, we'll see how the, the house burning down handicap plays out here. Um, but I'm taking Buffalo minus three. That game you saw in L.A. was Buffalo playing with their food for three quarters because they knew they were going to win that game. I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think they came out super motivated to uh, beat the L.A. Chargers, and they ultimately won. Um, obviously, not by the the spread or anything, but um, I think they kind of knew that it was never really out of range, and you know, you kind of saw an interesting game there. But I wouldn't put too much weight on it. Buffalo needs this game. And um, Miami's in the playoffs either way. So I really do think there is a motivation split there. And ultimately, Josh is a better quarterback. I think two is, I don't know. I guess I still have a lot of questions about him. He had a really good start to the year. And I think as we've seen the season uh, wear on him, it's just been a bit of a downward spiral. And I think in the big games like this, Tua chokes, and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have some trouble overcoming this hurdle. So I'll take Buffalo, Street, get into the playoffs, win the division, win the division. Yeah, yeah that's
0: right. The um, okay, hey, I can't blame you. Last thing, real quick, um, if you don't want to listen to this part, don't listen to it. This isn't gonna go that long. Washington versus Michigan. Michigan's four and a half point favorites Monday night. Uh, two undefeated teams, I guess this is kind of what we deserved, right? This is the last two undefeated teams in the, in the country. Uh, both bowl games on Monday or on, on, yeah, on, on New Year's day were great. The Michigan Alabama game was unbelievable. And that, that, that in the first half and then the end of the Texas UW game was, was really entertaining too. I thought Texas was going to win when they got the ball with 50 seconds left and they were able to drive. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but, uh, Anyways, this game this is going to be a bonus pick, but I'm going to just, I think Michigan wins this. I think their offense, uh, I've watched actually quite a bit of college football this year. I gamble and lose money on it every week. So, uh, it is what it is, but I think Michigan's offense and the running game is really, really constant and hard to stop. And I don't like UW's defense whatsoever. Uh, what Pinnick's can do with the deep ball is unbelievable. He's going to connect on one or two of those no matter what, no matter who they're playing. But Michigan's defense is really solid and their pass rush is unbelievable. And I think that that's going to throw them off base a little bit. Uh, four and a half, good line. I think if you think UW covers that, they win the game outright. I don't think it's going to be that. So I think you either bet UW to win the game outright or you bet Michigan to cover because I think Michigan's going to win this by two scores, personally. Um, I hope that UW doesn't come out like TCU did last year against Georgia and just get steamrolled at the beginning. I want this to be a good game. It'd be awesome for my friends that went to UW and my friend Ty, who did not go to UW, but literally falls a recruiting if they won. That'd be really cool. But I do think Michigan's the best team this year. And I think this is one of the better college football teams of the last five years. That's my Michigan take. So what do you think? Steve and Greg, whoever wants to take that first. If you're I'm sure Greg, do you want to watch that on Monday? Do you have anything going
2: on? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, let's no.
0: I, I, yeah I think I think we're going to end up going to a bar or something. So I'll let you let's know. Go to
2: the casino. Ooh, that's some lot game. betting.
0: That's actually good. You can't bet that game. What? Because it's a Washington it, College. It. Oh, oh no! Yeah, I ha- yeah. So I have yeah. my friend that's betting Michigan for me, but I Dang, I can, that's I can have him put money on on for you if you want to. No, it's fine. I uh, I I totally forgot about that. No, no, it's a damn shame.
2: But I'm yeah, down to watch do at that. the
0: casino. Actually, that's probably the cheapest place. Two dollar beers.
2: Yeah, for good sure.
0: Good idea. Yeah. We'll be in contact about that.
2: All right, sounds good.
0: Also, off podcast, I should do this on podcast, but off podcast, I need to tell you a story about what happened at uh, the Viking during the UW uh, Texas game. It was insane what was happening there.
2: I believe it. it that's what happens fun. at the Viking. The yeah. So, okay, things.
0: about this game. About this game, Steve. What do you think?
2: I'm, I'm sorry, there,
0: man. What's up?
1: UW sorry, story. I just Easy peasy.
0: Oh, Steven's picking UW. He doesn't have much more to say.
2: He muted. Uh Greg? Oh, I'm sorry for my interruption there. I was disconnected from my headphones Derby. for a second. Uh I'm sorry. Um I really want to pick UW to win this game. Uh I'm a lifelong Washingtonian. But uh the sport handicapper in me is following everything you're saying, Sterling. Like, I really do think Michigan is a different weight class here. And I do hope that it's not like, a you know, TCU-style obliteration. Uh, But I could certainly see that happening. Like, that's not out of the realm of possibility. I think um, you've got a much more well-rounded team in Michigan on almost every level. And so we'll see what happens. I hope it's a good game. Um, but I think Michigan wins this by a pretty comfortable margin, probably 10 points. So
0: that defense, they take a lead and they just run it and and like, and they can really just dominate. They could do the Steeler Seahawks for a full game.
2: And that's the worry.
0: And JJ McCarthy also will probably be a first round pick. I don't know if he deserves it, but he was a former five-star. He's very accurate. I think that, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird combo. So we'll see that should be a good game. I'm excited for it. So, okay, fellas, got anything else to say? Last week of the regular season, last week of red zone, national championship game. I love football. Is there anything better than football? Nope. I don't think so. God I'm, and family. Scared. I'm already scared, I'm already scared
2: for the off season. I'm already scared for the Laser off tag.
0: season. Laser tag. Laser tag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna miss. Uh, I'm gonna miss uh, football when it's over. Gosh, it goes too quick. They were, then we're stuck with. I do love the Celtics, though. They look amazing. I saw the Celtics live for the first time. That was amazing. It was fun. Met
2: you met Simmons? Bill Simmons. I know. It was
0: nice. Uh, but okay. I will, uh, I will we, will, we will be doing podcasts through the playoffs. So, week 18, it's over and done with when you hear that, or not when you hear this, but when we talk to you, <laughs> that's what will be said. Episodes will be quicker. We will stick to an hour because we have six games or something. So, it'll be stick to an hour. So, Thank you both. Also, of
2: you. you're too humble to mention this to our listeners, but Sterling's going to be doing a guest spot on Bill Simmons' podcast. So look out for that, guys. It's going to drop here soon. That'd be amazing. So I gave. I, I thought you said he was going to. I thought you said he was going to have you on.
0: I should be on. I gave him a take. Don't worry about that. Here to take. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys. This is next podcast.
1: This
2: fucking dumbass.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. Have a good night.